0: So you know how I've been experimenting with mindfulness recently. I decided to take an unorthodox approach, you know, like trying to mix it with the one thing I know best, drawing. Sounds unconventional, right? Well, picture this. You're sitting alone in your studio, the faint scent of paint and a hint of turpentine in the air. Your sketchbook before you, and an untouched snowfield of a page beneath your finely balanced pencil. And your mind suddenly becomes this theater of memories as your fingers flit and sway over the paper, recreating the intricacies of concrete and glass towering from those long-lost cobblestone streets or brutalist stretches of stark, raw, architectural marvels. And then you realize something. The quiet focus, the stillness, the absolute control required to pour a piece of your soul onto that page, it all starts to feel like a form of meditation. A tranquility amidst chaos, I don't know why i never thought of this before but guess i was always so caught up in making it perfect i forgot to enjoy the ride nina and i had a chat and of course she found an antique easel on one of her excursions you know nina she's got that uncanny knack for unearthing hidden treasures we got talking about my mindful drawing and how one single line holds the essence of an entire story it was romantic in an artsy sort of way Oh, and I suggested her this film, Life of Lines. Have you seen it? It's a visual poetry about the parallels between life and line drawing. We also ended up laughing about my strange green tea habits. Seriously, I didn't realize it had become such a thing. Anyway, buddy, this was a unique experience. Each time I draw with this newly found mindfulness, it feels like each added line is a part of a beautiful story being unfolded. All day I've been sketching my heart out, capturing the soul of different buildings, finding the heartbeat within the cold stone and steel. You know, I've always found a sort of serenity in geometric figures, but today, somehow the organic forms caught my fancy too. It's unpredictable, fluid, liberating in a way. Did you ever imagine art and mindfulness could blend like this, or am I becoming too deep for both of us? As they say, art is all about perspective. And perspective is all about tapping into the spectrum of your emotions to create something beautiful. Just remember, it's never about the destination. Always about the journey, huh? All right, mate, I'm derailing, aren't I? I gotta get back to my art and tea now. Hope you're doing okay. Remember how I've been experimenting with thermochromic materials? Yep, those ones that change color with temperature? Well, let me tell you. It's like unleashing a rainbow of possibilities. I started by doodling. Nothing too grand, just a couple of abstract shapes, you know. Just experimenting. All of a sudden, those simple shapes started transforming, and my canvas was a pulsating play of patterns as I messed around with the studio temperature. It's like the ultimate all-weather painting. You get summer hues when it's hot, and winter shades when it's cold. Picture an artwork that's like a chameleon... Constantly transforming me. fascinating, isn't it? You won't believe this. Nina somehow got her hands on a tapestry, just like the Monet one we gawked at in MoMA. You remember how that one made you feel? Yeah. She now has something just like that in her living room. Quite the art aficionado she's turning up to be. Talking about art, she sent an owl my way, and we got talking about my thermochromic experiment. Needless to say, She was pretty impressed, thought it was something straight out of Hogwarts. Maybe I should start considering a career as a wizard artist, maybe not. You know how I struggle with just the muggle stuff. While we are on magic stuff, ever wonder why we chose this barely survivable art path? Sometimes, I think, we do so because just like magic, art, with all its struggles and joys, has that irresistible charm. It pulls us in, keeps us bound connects us, regardless of the barriers. You know what's another kind of magic? The art queen Nikki turning NYC into her own personal gallery. She's certainly lighting up the city, filling it with beauty. Speaking of city, ever tried that new Greek restaurant we talked about last time? No? You should seriously. It's one of those places that make you feel like you've been magically transported to the shores of the Aegean. Anyway, I'm just blabbering now. These thermochromic colors aren't going to mix themselves, you know. I got a whole palette to conquer. Now if I could only remember where I kept my paintbrush, or was it a wand? So, you remember Jane, the art tech genius, right? We've crossed paths a bunch of times at exhibitions, and shared our thoughts on our individual art journeys. Today, though, our conversation dove a little deeper. We spoke candidly about the ride it's been, the uncertainties that came with leaving our former lives for art. I don't know, it just made me appreciate the decision more. It's a road less taken, but it's paved with rich, exhilarating experiences, you know what I mean. Don't get me wrong, it's not all roses. The constant pressure to reinvent, to strive for that aesthetic resonance can sometimes feel overwhelming. But on most days, you find an undercurrent of joy that's hard to come by elsewhere— Ultimately, it's about embracing the unpredictable and letting your passion guide you. Nikki and I got into it too. She's seen my evolution firsthand and always there to provide that necessary reality check. We ran the gamut from the intensity of our work to the sushi from Queens. Nikki swears it melts in your mouth. That's going on our to-do list, mate. You know, amidst all this talk about the journey, I thought about how art is a dialogue. It's not just about what I'm putting down on canvas. It's also about how it resonates with the observer. Sometimes people see things you might have not intended, but that's the beauty of it. It's ever-evolving. Maybe that's one of the biggest joys of being an artist. Does your work speak to you that way? Or am I alone in my tempest-in-a-teacup musings? On a different note, I'm thinking of adding The Goldfinch to my reading list, Though Nicky jokes about it getting longer and longer instead of shorter. But it's Donna Tart. can't miss that, can we, mate? Look at me, rambling on. Almost forgot I am yet to stock up on some raw materials for my next piece. Reminds me of those late night art college deadline rushes. Remember how we used to dash off to the nearest store for art supplies? Ah, good old days. I guess I better get going. Weekend's upon us. Hope you've got something exciting planned. As for me. I need to find a place that sells the perfect canvas size, and yes, the brushes. Let me know if you're in town, we can catch up for that sushi, or even some concrete jungle sketching.